Down. So I do a thumbs down sign. A pain shoots up from my left thumb all the way to my neck, making me regret my gesture. But the pain was worth it because Ollie smiles in recognition as I knew he would. When he was a boy, he used his thumbs to depict how he was feeling all the time. That bad, he says, the creases of worry on his face deepening. It's near time for painkillers, and then I'll be all... I hold up two thumbs and smile, encouraging Ollie to do the same. I wonder what your mam will make of me when she sees me, I say, as I look down at the paper-thin skin on my arms, blotched with age spots and wrinkles. I've never been a vain man, but I've always taken care of my appearance. I shave every morning as soon as I get up, and while I don't have the energy for a shower every day, I'll always wash my hair. But even so, I know I look a bit unkempt. My skin sags wearily on pointy bones, and there's a greyness to my complexion that wasn't there a few weeks ago. Last time I saw Beth, I was young, vibrant, full of vigour. Would she even recognise me now? How can you be so sure that you'll see her when you die? I've faith, lad. Skepticism fills Ollie's face. That right there is part of his problem. What makes you not believe? I'm curious. Ollie shrugs, but he has no answer for me. I've had time to think about my own faith. Goodness knows it's been tested many times, not least of all when Beth died. But it was faith that I'd see her again one day that has got me through the past thirty-odd years. Had I not believed that, I don't think I would have managed to smile and laugh and enjoy my family and life as much as I have. And that would have been a crying shame, because I've had a good life with Ollie, May and the children. I look at him and wish that I could find words that might explain to him how I feel. I scan my bedroom and my eyes rest on the battered brown briefcase propped against my dresser. I carried that to work every day for nigh on thirty-eight years, right up until I retired. Now it contains a shiny silver laptop that Ollie and May bought me a few years back. I thought I'd never get the hang of it. Googling seemed like a ridiculous word that made me giggle like a silly teenager whenever I thought of it. But now, well, I love it. I think it's the fact that I can travel anywhere in the world courtesy of that silver box— It's amazing what you can find on the internet. Then I have one of those light bulb moments. Think of Wi-Fi, lad. You can't see that, right? Faith is just like Wi-Fi, with the power to connect you to so much, to places all over the world. Ollie seems amused at the direction my train of thought has gone. I dive in with my analogy. Think about it. I have faith that your mother is waiting for me. I can feel that more and more every day. I'm sure of it, lad, in the same way I know that I'll be waiting for you when it's your turn to go too. Not for a few more decades, though, please, Pops. And we both laugh together at that. You've a great way of looking at things. It's a nice thought, either ways. Well, you remember what I said about the Wi-Fi when I'm gone. I'll connect with you again one day, lad. Somehow or other, we'll find each other. You mark my words.
Ollie squeezes my hand, pain etched all over his face. I feel his love for me and know that he is already mourning my inevitable absence in his life. I hate that I am adding to his worry right now. Are you honest to God worried about how you look? When I nod in response, he looks at me with a critical eye. I suppose you could do with a haircut. You're looking a bit Spandau Ballet-like there, Pops. Ha, he's funny, my son. How many times did I nag him when he was a teenager and into all that new romantic nonsense? He grew his hair long and started to wear white floppy shirts. Egypt. I'll book the hairdresser, Ollie assures me. He bends in towards me so close we're almost nose to nose. Mam loved you. She won't care what you look like.